What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. On today's show, NHL Monday, we're going to do some top five power rankings. Let's get into it. This is the Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player. Special thanks to TopNotchOdds.com. Great sports book online. Every sport, tons of picks. And if you want live betting options, I always talk about that on this show. We give out plenty of picks before the games start. But when the games are happening, that is one volatile market. And you want to be tuned in. You want to know what's going on right now in the line, or in the line, in the, uh, with the live line. <laughs> Easy for me to say. What's going on right now in this game? What's the live line? What did that interception just mean? What did these two early goals in this hockey game just mean? Right? You always want to have an opportunity to either buy back, buy more on a team. If you've stayed out and you like the underdog and the favorite maybe scored a touchdown, now you can get the underdog at a really, really cheap price. You want to always be able to jump on that whenever possible. TopNotchOdds.com, great live betting options. Not just one or two, plenty of bets every single game. Online, TopNotchOdds.com. Enter promo code SHARPEDGE and you can get up to 200% on your deposit bonus. So if you put in 50 bucks, they'll match it, give you $100 back. That's uh, the promo code SHARPEDGE on topnotchodds.com. All right, so on today's show, man, it's been uh, it's been quite the Monday, folks. We I, I had a ton of meetings today. I was doing so- stuff for a couple other podcasts. So we're sitting down late. Actually, I usually do this show before I record uh, the Buffs Nation podcast. And we got that done today. So I'm kind of wrapping the day up with this show. I wanted earlier to talk about tonight's games. Obviously, I won't be able to do that because this is going to come out even after the games on Monday night have started. So what I'm going to do is for everyone who loves the NHL uh, Monday pods and for everyone who loves the picks, I'm going to do kind of an extended Tuesday uh, show. Usually on Tuesdays, I do Concept Tuesday, which I'll still do that tomorrow, but I'll also give some hockey handicaps. There's 11 hockey games tomorrow, so we'll have a couple games to handicap. I'll give you some best bets for tomorrow in hockey, and we'll kind of do an, an extra additional hockey day tomorrow. So I decided that today, you know, kind of wondering what the heck am I going to talk about since these games are already going on tonight. So I'll just go through my power rankings. The top five, let you all know right now who I have five through one, and uh, let's get into it. Number five, the Edmonton Oilers. Now, I've been talking about them all season long. You've heard it. We've bet on them. We've had them. And boy, have we cashed. Now, I thought the market was behind on Edmonton because of all the changes they made this offseason. But make no mistake about it. Just because we haven't bet on the Oilers the last week or two doesn't mean they've come down in the power rankings. As a matter of fact, they've kept climbing in the power rankings. The market has just caught up to how good they are. Edmonton is legitimately a top five team. I have them at number five. And most public uh, uh, ESPN, CBS, Fox, whatever, and most of those power rankings, they'll have Edmonton between five and ten. I think that they deserve to be a little bit higher. I know I'm still ahead of all of those places with Edmonton, but make no bones about it, folks. The market knows how good the Oilers are. As long as their defense starts coming into shape and they can play this style that Dave Tippett wants them to play, I have no question marks with Edmonton. They can score, the, They can score obviously. One of the best depth uh, uh, kind of situations in hockey. If you look at lines one through three, no holes. They're great lines one through three. And that's what Edmonton struggled with the last couple of years. I mean, last season it was... Connor McDavid, it was uh, Dreisaitl, Leon Dreisaitl. They were doing everything for him. It was a two-man team. This year, they have depth on offense, and they have this style, this mentality 
of playing defense. And you're kind of seeing the same transition we saw from the Islanders when Barry Trotz went over there. It's, it's promising if you're an Oilers fan, and I don't think this is going anywhere. A lot of people have the Buffalo Sabres in their top five. I think that Buffalo and Edmonton look very similar right now in stats. And frankly, both teams weren't expected to be that good in the season. But compared to Buffalo, Edmonton is a real contending team. I think Edmonton will be here in the discussion at the end of the year. And I just don't think a team like Buffalo necessarily will be. So... Uh, Edmonton, defensively, they're coming together, really improving. One of the most improved defensive teams from game one to right now in the league. Offensively, no question marks. And goaltending is fine. Mike Smith, if anything, should be playing better right now. I expect Mike Smith's numbers to improve. Miko Koskinen is one of the better backup goalies in the entire league, but Mike Smith does need to be playing better. Even having said that, they're leading the kind of wacky Pacific Division right now. Edmonton, number five in my power rankings. Number four, the Colorado Avalanche. Colorado was number one there for a while in my power rankings, but keep in mind, these rankings reflect how good are these teams on this specific day. And Colorado right now is just banged up. When you take off uh, Nathan McKinnon, when you take off uh, Gabriel Landeskog, two of the more, or uh, I should say uh, uh, Gabe Landeskog and... Uh, uh, goodness gracious, uh, Miko Rantanen. Those are the two who are out right now for the Avs. You take those two guys off the roster, they're a completely different team. And it's funny because last year, all the complaint with the Avs, kind of similar actually to Edmonton, was they're so top-heavy. Yeah, the first line's great, but when you look at the second line, they had Jost at, at center, JT Comfer was on the second line. Those are good hockey players, but when you can put them on the third line and put Nazem Kadri at second-line center instead of first-line right wing, Colorado's just trying to mix and match too much right now, and they're a completely different team with all these injuries. They're still competitive. They're still a top-five team. I think Colorado is actually now... If you look at some of these games coming up, the market's overreacting to some recent losses from the Avs, so stay tuned. We may be on the Avs more than not the next week or so, but despite the injuries, still a top-five team, and in spite of the injuries, not in the top three. Very good team, struggling right now because of health. Uh, Colorado, number four in my rankings. Number three. The New York Islanders. And the reason New York is so high on this list, and it's so impressive what they've been doing, they've been injured. And, and just like Colorado, a couple major injuries, well, the New York Islanders have the same amount of injuries, if not more, detrimental to their team and to how we would expect this offense to perform, in particular the offense, because New York struggles offensively. This team's been just fine. Uh, Andrew Ladd, Jordan Eberle, two key pieces of this team, just gone. They've been gone, and the, and the Islanders, Islanders haven't missed a beat. I don't think they've lost a game since the first week of the season. They're atop their division right now. I, I think that they are, excuse me, they're a second in their division behind the uh, Washington Capitals, hint, hint, coming up here on the list. But the Islanders are just such a great team. Overall, it's the style they play. And really, Barry Trotz gets, gets most of the credit here. It's, it's, it, they've been injured, they've been banged up, but they play so intact, so in form. Uh, they're, they're third in the league in goals that average a game. Or excuse me, goals allowed a game. They're third. They're first overall in defense. They're best in my uh, defensive power ranking. So, so when I kind of separate defensive teams, offensive teams, so on and so forth, the Islanders always come up a couple points higher than anyone else in my defensive ranking. So the best defensive team. Why? The style they play. And can I take my victory lap yet with my uh, calling out Robin Leonard before the season started, right? Everyone say, oh, this 
New York Islanders team going to take 10 steps back because the great Robin Leonard left town. I'm going, huh? What? Robin Leonard? No, it wasn't Leonard. It's the style these guys play, what they do in front of Robin Leonard. That's why Semyon Varlamov's going to be fine this year. And if you ask me, I would like to see Thomas Grice get more important starts than Varlamov. I mean, Varley right now is disappointing, if anything. And Thomas Grice is doing great this season. But I digress. It's the style that the Islanders play that allow these goalies to have such good numbers. Robin Leonard this year, by the way, for anyone interested, he started seven games for Chicago, and they've won three of them. He's not having a very good year. Typical, typical overreact based on the goalie, not the team. The Islanders, number three in my power rankings. Number two. The Washington Capitals. Yes, they're scoring like always. Number one team in the NHL in terms of scoring, but they're finally playing defense too. And it's not even like they're playing great defense. But like I've always said, as long as Washington can play average defense, they've got a chance to be a top team in the league. And we're seeing that this season. Matter of fact, I have them right about 12th or 13th defensively. Nothing special, but when they're not awful defensively, when it doesn't become a shootout with Washington, they're a very good team. Braden Holtby is averaging uh, pretty much career numbers. So nothing standing out right now for Holtby. It's not like he's having a great season, standing on his head, keeping his team in it. He's 14th right now in the league in goalie shares per win. Very average. So you look at this team and you start saying, well, why does that matter with Holtby? Why does that matter they're playing average defense? Why are you bringing this up with Washington? Because they're number two in, in the league in my power rankings. They're winning their division right now. They're unstoppable, even on the road, where they've struggled for the last couple years. And they've, they've really put it all together. I think some of that, too, was the hangover, getting rid of Barry Trotz, bringing in a new coaching regime. It took a while for those young coaches to get a hold of this team and really kind of tie everything together. And they look comfortable right now. Washington, number two in the league, and they're scary right now. Even, like I said, they go on the road, they're going to score points, and that defense finally holding teams down, watch out for Washington. And finally... Number one. The Boston Bruins. Man, is this team good. They can score, defend. Uh, Rask and Halak, maybe the best goalie duo in all of hockey. They've got the best first line in hockey with Marshad, Bergeron, and Pasternak. Boston, one, uh, excuse me, 10, one, and two. They've played 13 games. They've lost once in regulation. They sit atop the Atlantic Division, and I don't think they're going anywhere this year. Expect Boston pending any major injuries, any major falling off of the goaltenders. Boston's going to be right around the top three all season long. Very, very good team. And if you're going to play on Boston, you're going to pay the premium. It's just one of the teams right now. They're very public. People love betting Boston. People have gotten paid this year. That's important, right? To, to the public, to the average better. If you, It doesn't matter if a team's minus 200. You plop down 200 bucks to win 100. You still win on Boston. They've been cashing all year long, and they are number one in my power rankings. So to review everything, uh, Edmonton, number five in my power rankings, Colorado, number four, the New York Islanders, number three, Washington Capitals, number two, and the Boston Bruins, numero uno. All right, so that does it for today's podcast. Like I said, um, coming up on tomorrow's show, what we'll do is... I'll do my Concept Tuesday like always, and I'll throw out, uh, I'm not sure what I'll talk about yet for Concept Tuesday, but we'll also give some good handicaps, give two or three games we really like in the NHL tomorrow, so uh, we'll talk to you then on The Sharp Angle. This is The Sharp Angle.
every day on your favorite podcast player.